Hello and welcome to Gamers Are Us. I'm your host Charlotte and I'm joined today by Adam, Adam and Chanel. In this 10 minute taster we will be taking you through the coming releases and the death of Fortnite and how gaming community has become embroiled in the Hong Kong protests. But first, what has everyone been playing this week? What, me? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Go. Hold on. Oh, yeah, no, you've just started recording. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. No. no, it's fine. Don't worry, I'll just edit this. I'm looking at the, the screen, that's all, and it looks unusual. <laughs> just going to have to edit out a massive chunk there. That's fine. Then It's all in one place. I just select it and delete. It's fine. Is it recording? It, yeah, this is what I was looking at, and it's fine. Yeah, it is up at the top. It's because you've highlighted a, spe- a segment of it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all. Right. Uh, just, just ask the question again. But first, what's everyone been playing this week? Okay, so uh, I, I've been playing. Hi, I'm Adam. <laughs> I know that we've mentioned this before, but there are two Adams uh, on the show. I'm I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, I've uh, recently been playing. Um, my I've got a review copy of a game called The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 it's the third um, the third the third chapter it's the third chapter in the series uh, it's a long running series from Japan a series of Japanese RPGs and it's it's okay it's okay it's nothing special nothing to write home about I think it's it's a bit more difficult to get into than it is I think I've been playing it for 26 hours at the moment and I'm still not into the point where the story's gotten anywhere yeah, just throwing characters at me so have you played the other ones i have not played the other ones no <laughs> so you have absolutely no idea what's um, going on no i do i do know what's going on because at the start of the uh the game they give you uh two essential books to read of the first two games <laughs> so i had to read through a little skim and i familiar I familiarized myself with uh, some of the characters and, and and that sort of thing um but now the story is essentially just just uh, throwing characters at me. It's kind of a nostalgia drive for everyone who loved the series before, but for me, it's just a bit awkward. So, twenty-six hours of playing, you've still not gotten to the actual. I'm on chapter two of five. I think so. There's four chapters and a finale, and I'm on chapter two after twenty-six hours. Well, seems like <laughs> a lot of hard work. It's uh, there's a lot of game. There's a lot of game to get through. Uh, it's one of those. <laughs> Yep, hi. I'm the other Adam on this podcast. Hi, and Adam. Recently, I've not been playing any new releases. Honestly, it's just I've been logging some hours into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which was last year's major release from Nintendo. Who's and your main? My main right now is Inkling. Inkling? Why Inkling? I, d- I don't know. I find seem to find the ink mechanic, being able to shoot projectiles and also a solid melee attack is, is incredibly fun. effective. She's good. I like I like it. Do you play as the female or the male inkling? Mostly the female inkling because she's the first one available. Is it the orange? Do you use the orange-haired one? Yeah, the orange-haired one. Hey, she's it, good. I like her. I'm getting a great appreciation for the game. It's a great amount of fun that I've not experienced really until now because I've not quite sat down with my Switch for a good few months. So what's it like playing on a Switch? Because not many people really would be familiar with it. It's very enjoyable. It's functionally very hard to tell the difference from the other consoles. It feels great in your hands. It's pretty much identical to just normal console gaming other than the screens in front of you. There are some drawbacks with the control system. 
notably that the triggers are digital instead of analog, so they just click instead of being able to properly squish. But nonetheless, it is a great amount of fun, and it is a good system and a good game. Would recommend yeah. to anybody. So what, having that kind of... I've experienced like horrible gaming mechanics with the uh, on-screen controls. Does that just take away from your experience of the game, or do you prefer it? Oh, there is a bit of... It, it does have to be get... You do have to get used to it in a couple of instances. Like, for a lot of games, the user interface is just too small in front of you to really read. But after a, some time of playing it, you do get used to it quite quickly, and it does, in a lot of cases, add to the experience. Like, even though I don't have a dock with me in my current living situation... Even before then, I did ne- I never played it docked because the handheld experience is so good. Just to clarify, Charlotte, the uh, the Nintendo Switch has a controller. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's not just all on screen, which I thought is it, it might be what you're asking about. No. Just, so it does have a the... pad, sort of. I, I assume yeah. as well. He has the little. Yeah, I've not I've not things. played it. So there's a little uh, Joy-Con controllers that they have. So they have two analog sticks, all the buttons that you'd normally get, the triggers as well. So it's not it's not like he's playing uh, a fighting game on a touch screen, mm-hmm. uh, which I think I thought was, I don't know whether that was what you were assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not quite like that. It's uh, it is a proper controller. Hey, Chanel, what have you been uh, playing this week? Hello, I'm Chanel. Today I talk about a player unknown battle game uh, that uh, that is PUBG. It is a very interesting game. Uh, when I get time, uh, I play with my friends. Uh, through that, I can connect it with them, and uh, uh, it is very um, interesting game. Uh, it can be played by any uh, age group, and. Yeah, so how have you been finding playing it? Um, is it is it better than any other game you've played or? Uh, no, I find it more interesting. So um, when I get time, I played this this game only. Okay. Yeah, not not open to any others. No. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, yourself, Charlotte? Well, I have been playing uh, recently. Uh, for the first time, Fortnite on um, in its mobile format, Ooh. and Ooh. yeah, it's going to be controversial. I have to say, I hate it. You have to say it. You don't I have, have to, to say, say it. it. I do have to you say can't. I hate it. If it's you don't need to, dreadful. No um, one, no one's pressing you to. You don't have a gun behind your head. Say it. Say you hate it. Say it. Or yeah, no, it. I do hate it um, because I hate the mechanics of it. Really. What What do you well, hate about it? What What do you mean the mechanics of it? So it's quite. I've been used to playing like the really high quality, expensive games. So I've not played many of them, but they're the yeah. kind of games I've leaned towards. And it just doesn't match my expectations. It doesn't match what I've been used to. Sure. Um, and on the particularly the mobile version, it's quite difficult to control and um, play. And now that Fortnite is uh, this chapter is coming to an end. Not many people were on it, so for such a big map, it very it was very empty. And I know some people enjoy that; they like trying to hunt for people. But um, if you're just wanting to just play the game, it comes quite tedious. 
can you give me a, a short description about this game so it's just um it's like pubg so you kind of start off with nothing and you have to go collecting weapons and supplies and you have to try and become the last man standing okay. to win um and really yeah don't find it's that like, enjoyable so it's like uh it's like pubg but you get uh extra sort of survival features and like uh you can build things in it i think is is the the difference that is like you can build your own bases and and that sort of thing i'm not sure if how i didn't get is. that far i but, decided um, i didn't like it and got irritated with it before <laughs> that bit before uh, i got that far yeah i think as um <laughs> you got irritated with it. Yeah, it's very annoying. <laughs> I think playing it on mobile is different as well. I think yeah. if you were to play it on a on a machine, on a console with a controller in your hand, because I don't like playing touch screen games particularly. It's hard because you can't see anything. Your fingers get in the way. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Not a can't not see. the same experience. <laughs> but um, speaking of Fortnite, it died this week. It died. Happy days, um, Ooh, but has been yeah. resurrected. So, what does everyone think of? the new chapter two release that's coming in the future well this whole thing has been in the news quite a lot the fact that it, it was making headlines in a lot of major news in- institutions that oh Fortnite stopped working but obviously what it is it's just a marketing stunt to the whole reboot labeling it chapter two to bring in more players and bring in more revenue and of course it seems to be working it's getting attention and although the players haven't shown up yet, they definitely will when the release comes. So, in terms of Epic Games' marketing department, they should all give themselves pats on the back. Even if the actual developers developers themselves, you say, Charlotte, didn't do a fantastic job, in your opinion. Well, yeah, I just... Personally, I think it's a bit of... Um, well, to have, have it been more effective, maybe wasted a bit, because Fortnite shut down. There was the black hole where the map should be. Um, and then two days later, they release a trailer for their new game. I just don't think it was. Um... They were. Uh, they did spend some time leading up to this black hole, teasing a thing called the yeah. end of Fortnite, yeah. as it as we know it. Oh. It didn't stop kids it... crying, did it, or throwing <laughs> things at the TV? Because <laughs> Fortnite's over. To be honest, I'm no, get not it. Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's one of those things with kids, isn't it? Like. Yeah. Kids, kids get obsessed with the thing, and then they just start, don't stop. Uh, especially when it's something like Fortnite, which you can just keep playing, and there's kind of a new game every time. I guess you know, uh, kids will be kids. Kids yeah, will be kids. kids. Be kids. <laughs> but it almost became like a mini, mini rebellion, a uh, pro protest almost. Like, I don't like that. Fortnite's ending. These segways. So, these segways. These segways. So seamless. Charlotte, Charlotte, <laughs> segway master. A seamless. You know, if you weren't interrupting. <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> so the segue that Adam is referring to is that um, in the last seven days, uh, Chung Ung Wai, or better known as Blitz Chung, is is the uh, winner of the Hearthstone World Championship, um, has, been, has threatened his um, place in the game by coming out in support of the Hong Kong protests um, and has had his prize money taken away so does anyone think that this decision by um blizzard the game's developers was justified well justified there's an obvious answer in that no a man's allowed his free speech but understandable yes considering that a major chinese tech firm is 
a quite significant shareholder in the company, and also that Blizzard has a couple of business interests in China that they want to stay on the government's on the safe side of what the government wants. And even if that means, even if that means suppressing a contestant's desire to speak their own minds on what I believe was a stream hosted by Blizzard themselves, they had every right in terms of law and actions, but morally it's not really acceptable. But what can you do? It's an understandable move for a business to take. Yeah, I mean, so I think the, the Chinese tech firm you talk about is that it's called Tencent, and they have a, it says a 4.9% share of Activision Blizzard, which is, it's not a small, it's, it's a, it is a small amount, but it's not a small amount considering the size of these companies. Um, you're right, I think, so Blizzard's stance originally was that um, he violated the tournament rules. Uh, he brought himself, I, I, the, the tournament rules essentially state, bring you uh, into public disrepute, uh, cannot bring yourself, do something, say something, that brings yourself into public disrepute, disrepute. I can't say that word, disrepute, disrepute. <laughs> uh, offends uh, the general public or damages the company being Activision Blizzard. Uh, he, at the end of his winning stream, winning set in Hearthstone, I don't, I don't really, I don't know how, you, I guess sets, aren't they? At the end of his winning set in Hearthstone, uh, essentially uh, Blitzchung, he said, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our... I can't remember what it is. Time. I can't read my own writing. Uh, Blitzchung says, uh, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our time, um, live, essentially, being uh, being from Hong Kong himself. Obviously, he's, he's passionate and, and interested in the subject. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it, it's not. I don't think it's fair for them to. So what they did, they took his prize money from him. How much was his prize money? I don't actually know how much his prize money was. I'm assuming it's I think so. His his earnings were, I think, they said three thousand pounds, and then plus an extra amount for each uh, each match that he won. So he he's gonna have like he's gonna be minted by yeah. the end of it. So essentially, he they they took three grand off him. Um, which is not not exactly fair, is it? I wouldn't say. What do we feel right. about having a three grand taken from us, <laughs> just for saying, free Hong Kong? Well, he obviously thought kind of the um, what he wanted to say was worth three grand. Mm. He, he's I read read some interviews with him, and he said he's not he doesn't regret saying it. Uh, but obviously, he, he so he used, his prize money was taken away from him, and he was suspended, banned from from playing Hearthstone, which is essentially his income uh, for a year, which is a long time as well. Uh, so, um, Blizzard has yeah. backed down partially, though, haven't they? They have. Uh, they have recently said you can have your prize money. You didn't cheat, so it shouldn't really it shouldn't really affect his prize money in the tournament winnings, which is which is fair enough on on their side. I think that's absolutely fair. They have still uh, decided to ban him, but it, it's going to be reduced to six months instead of a year, which is again it's still quite a decent amount of time for someone who makes his living on these things, you know. So do you, do you think that the world of gaming and um politics and all of this stuff going in do you think they should be blended together do you think there's kind of a place for that or do you think they should oh, be damn. kind of i think there's um to stop stop things like this happening it's really funny because there are a lot of um there are a lot of people calling for an end to politics in video games and i don't quite get why that that case is because because you then come up with places like this where where 
a man from a country or uh, from a city or from you know a man from this place cannot say i want this to happen in this place because he's he's a representative of a video game that's not fair is it he's allowed to have his own opinion about things and if you remove politics from video games then what what is there like the newest call of duties are based around politics exactly but then they've they've come out and said this is not a political game it's this they've said call of duty modern warfare doesn't have politics in it hold on a second Mm. you're making a video game about warfare in the modern age and it's not political yeah Mm. (laughs) 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 okay so i understand that we have some new releases coming up in the next couple of weeks some pretty big ones um can it you tell us what they are yeah i can tell you what they are thank you <laughs> yeah well, i was hoping so i can't no no and <laughs> yeah, no, i do have a little list little list here of uh of the stuff that's coming out so as of recording today uh, nintendo switch gets overwatch and the witcher 3 uh both of those i think are complete editions of that game uh and tomorrow on the 16th uh, the Switch also gets Little Town Hero, which is made by Game Freak, the people who made Pokemon. Uh, then on the 22nd of October, there's the new WWE game, 2K20. don't know. Anyone excited I, for no. wrestling? Oh, I don't understand those games. They release the exact same game each year. <laughs> we shan't talk about FIFA. They, they, get a, they do get following, but, you know, it's just expensive. I think I stopped at around 2012. <laughs> oh, the wrestling games. Well, no, the football ones. I don't play yeah. wrestling games. FIFA. You could do. I, I don't, don't know. play wrestling. My games. own experience is FIFA 2007 on Nintendo DS, <laughs> and it's not changed since. Throwback. Uh, on the 25th of October, uh, here's the big release date: Call of Duty Modern Warfare on Xbox One. I was going to say one. Xbox 360. No, on not Xbox anymore. One. That's a few years. Behind. I feel I'm showing my age. Xbox One, uh, PlayStation 4 and PC. Medieval, the remake on PlayStation 4 and The Outer Worlds uh, by the makers of Fallout. Uh, that is also on Xbox uh, Xbox One. Fallout New Xbox Vegas, that is. Fallout New Vegas. Oh, is and the original exactly? Fallout and Fallout 2. There are several members of the team on that team. There are. Uh, the Xbox One, PlayStation 4 and PC. And also Halloween is coming up. It's Louis. Christmas sorted then for most people. Yay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 3 on Switch comes out on Halloween as well. Halloween day. Halloween day. Okay, so thank you for joining us here at Gamers R Us, and we hope you come back soon. Bye. <laughs>